kind of little spot. There's always one little spot on this brand of cigar that don't light up. Hope everyone had a good day today, wherever you are. Uh, this is now. Well, let's introduce myself before I hit, run right into the topic. This is Big John. Uh, I call this channel Americana the American Way. Um, I do uh, rumble.com. You're probably watching this and know that, but uh, do this on uh, Spotify and anchor.fm or the Anchor Podcast app. And you can find me on Twitter and Getter at the real underscore Big John. Um, honestly, I 10 something years ago, I don't know, 9, 12 years ago, um, a friend of mine started my Twitter for me. And uh, I didn't, even know, didn't know how Twitter worked. I'd heard of it, but. It was gonna be the big new cool, and he made up a name at the real Big John one night, and then well, you don't give a shit. So, this is what's trending in social media. Oh, and it's sad, so so sad, because Donald Trump was right again, and. The liberals on Twitter and wherever else, Facebook, someplace, uh, what, what, whatever, the social media, the real liberals, the not the libs of TikTok that have been banned and doxxed by a, a kooky reporter at the Washington Times. Um, they're all going apeshit over this resurfaced video from 2019. And I don't think they get their point. I don't think they get it. Trump was right. And if if Zelensky would have listened to Trump back in 2019, his people wouldn't be dying today. And his country wouldn't be getting the shit bombed out of it. And, you know, the the world thinks Zelensky's a hero. And I, I you know, at first was all on the Zelensky bandwagon. Then I started slowly hearing this, these rum, rumbles and rumors and stories about there being neo-Nazis in the Ukrainian government and the... Uh, um, Ukrainian military, pardon me. And it turned out to be true. Uh, there's a neo-Nazi faction in northern Ukraine. I'm not a fan of Nazis, neo-Nazis, neo-Nazis. If you're a Nazi, I don't like you. But, and Zelensky is Jewish, by the way. Um, and how involved he is with those people, who knows? Uh, Maybe he'll do anything to protect his country or, and, you know, achieve his agenda. I don't know. But the fact is that Ukraine, from 2014 to the present, 
did allow this uh, group into its uh, military to uh, fight the Ruskies. That's an old school term for Russians. Fight the Ruskies uh, over the Donbass region. Okay. But the liberals have their panties all in a wad. Because Zelensky, everybody, everyone thinks that uh, Vladimir Zelensky is like a hero. And yeah, he said, has some cool things to say. Uh, you know, if he's staying there and fighting with his people, you know, you know fighting from uh, inside his country to defend his, his land, that, you know, that's great. You know, you wouldn't see an American president doing that. Secret Service would usher them the hell out of the way. Uh, in fact, on 9-11, there was, you know, a big fight between Bush and the Secret Service and uh, the, the captain of Air Force One. Bush wanted to go back to the White House. He wanted to show, I'm tough, I'm staying here on the front line. And he probably could have and should have, but the Secret Service yelled at him, no, we have to get you to a safe place. Um, but anyhow, that's nothing to do with this. In 2019, there was an uh, a side conference, a little side chitty chat with Zelensky and Trump, and it was a videotape recorded, whatever, however you want to say it, and aired uh, in the news and whatnot back then. Trump suggested to Zelensky, sit down with Putin and work out your differences. And Russia and Ukraine had been fighting over Donbass. That's a region. That's not a guy's name that likes to bass fish or something. Uh, since 2014, when you know, the Obama administration propped up a puppet government in Ukraine, right? So Zelensky gives Donald Trump, uh, they call it in this article, side eyes. I call it a dirty look, or some people call it the stink eye. But he shot Trump this, this look like, really? You know, the people's eyebrow, whatever. Uh, I mean... Did Zelensky want war with Russia? Did he want his people to die? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, nobody wants people to die. Uh, so, But in 2019 also, Zelensky's top military advisor was giving an interview, totally separate from this thing with Trump. Uh, and this top military advisor paraphrasing here I saw this video and it might have been on Jimmy Dore yeah it was on Jimmy Dore's D-O-R-E Jimmy Dore look him up he's my favorite liberal because he tells me things I don't want to hear uh, anyhow uh, the clip is from a different interview Jimmy Dore played it on his show and Zelensky's top military advisor told this reporter in paraphrasing here 
Winning a war with Russia would prove to the world that Ukraine is strong because, you know, for years Ukraine had tried, been trying to join NATO. They want to join the European Union, but everyone's apprehensive because Russia is like, whoa, Nelly, whoa, Nelly, put the brakes on that shit. Um, and now, you know, we see this war because uh, Zelensky and Ukraine moved closer to joining NATO and the European Union recently. And also, there were a couple of uh, rep sections of Ukraine that wanted to break away and become part of Russia. They, they, the people there supposedly identified more as Russians than Ukrainians. So, let's look at this article. Also, keep in the back side blip in your mind... The media shit bricks when Donald Trump sent, I don't know if Trump sent him, but of all the people that would lobby for world peace, and I thought he was a nut when he was doing it because he is a nut, but Dennis Rodman was in North Korea before Trump trying to talk peace with North Korea. Uh, he tried to be an advocate for the United States and North Korea having a better relationship. And then Trump, he said instead, of, or in his mind, he thought instead of going to war with North Korea like Obama wanted to do, Trump said, let's talk. And the media shit bricks because Trump wanted to talk peace. So the... Uh, um, Excuse me. The name of this article, it's in Business Insider. An old clip of Vladimir Zelensky side-eyeing Trump's suggestion that he, quote, get together, end quote, with Putin and solve their, quote, problem, end quote, uh, has resurfaced on Twitter. And then there's a there's a picture, and I'm gonna kind of use it as the thumbnail for this video. Uh, there's a picture of this side eye or dirty look that uh, Zelensky is giving Trump, and I, I think it, there's something I've noticed. Zelensky is kind of slouching in his chair. Trump is sitting upright, leaning forward with his hands folded. Um, Putin, when he talks with other world leaders and so on kind of he like slumps down in his chair like I don't give a shit about you I don't care about you I'm Vladimir freaking Putin what is it with these guys and slouching didn't their mom teach them to sit up straight so anyways this article goes on uh, the video is taken during a meeting September 25th 2019 between Trump or Zelensky and Trump on the sidelines of the United Nations General Assembly. The time the meeting made news for other reasons, namely the release of the shocking memo, uh, memo of a call between the two, during which, now this is their opinion, during which Trump sought to pressure the Ukrainian leader to investigate 
Joe and Hunter Biden. This is, if you remember, you know, the perfect phone call, the most beautiful phone call ever made in the history of phone calls since Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone. And then we saw the transcript, and it was a perfect phone call between two world leaders. Trump was congratulating Zelensky. He said, hey, can you look into this Burisma and uh, Joe Biden, who Joe, who is on video openly blackmailing the former president of Ukraine into firing uh, the country's prosecutor, their equivalent of an attorney general. Biden used, quote, quid pro quo. Trump did not. And Zelensky said it was a great phone call and, you know, there was no quid pro quo. But anyways, that's not what this is all about. So it goes on. Uh, Ukrainian president is, you know, leading his nation amid the Russian crisis. Before uh, politics, he was a TV star and comedian. Uh, Zelensky was at the center of a 2019 scandal and ended in or led to Trump's impeachment. The AKA perfect phone call and quid pro quo that wasn't. Uh, anyhow, initially posted by a journalist, Aaron Rupar, R U P A R, in 2019, the video was reposted by historian Heather Cox Richardson. Oh boy, she's a professor at Boston College. Hey, Boston College, how do you like getting your butts kicked by Notre Dame in football? Thank goodness you don't play Ohio State very often. The score would be like 100 to minus 50 in favor of Ohio State. Ohio State would beat Boston College so bad, Boston College would be the first team in history to score negative points in a football game. I, I promise you. So as of press time, the tweet had been retweeted more than 6,000 times. Oh, my goodness. The Twitterverse is blowing up over this. And it was liked 26,000 times. The original video from Rupar has now been viewed 2.4 million times, which is 2.4 more people than watched CNN tonight, probably. But the fun thing is about tweets and Twitter and the Twitterverse and whatever you want to call it, Dave Chappelle put it splendidly. A lot of people on Twitter criticize him, and he says, I don't give a F about Twitter because Twitter ain't a real F in place. Exactamundo. It's not. It's a good place to spread information. It's a good place to be um, the modern-day town square and people to exchange ideas and thoughts. But it's uh, also a big place of censorship. Uh, in the in the uh, in the <laughs> son of a gun Biden moment. Pardon me. In the clip, Trump leaned towards Zelensky and loudly said, "I really hope that you and President Putin can get together and solve your problem." Well, gee, golly, gee whiz, wouldn't that be terrible? What what does the the media and our government but why did, why did the media have a problem with world peace? Trump was trying to avoid this war that Ukraine is currently experiencing. 
Hillary Clinton pretty much campaigned on let's go to war with Russia. Oh, if I get in there as president, there's going to be a war with Russia. Why are the Democrats, especially this faction of the Democrat Party that's been there for many, many years, like Biden, like the Clintons, why are they so obsessed with going to war? So let's get a couple more quotes from this article. Uh, At the time, the Russian-backed troops involved in a smaller-scale military skirmish in the Donbass region of Ukraine. I already talked about that. That would be a tremendous achievement, Trump said, and I know you're trying to do that. Yeah, he should have tried to pursue peace and Zelensky, I mean. Should have tried to resolve a peaceful solution to the Donbass with Russia and he wouldn't be in the pro wouldn't be invaded by Russia right now. So, why does the media dislike peace? Why is peace a problem for the media? Uh, Because they need war ratings, as I call War, coverage of wars, draw ratings. CNN was essentially founded on the first Persian Gulf War, Desert Storm, as it is known to some of us in America, the 1990-91 war with uh, when Russia, when uh, Iraq invaded um, Kuwait, and then the United States and our allies had to chase them out of uh, Kuwait. But CNN, you could tune in live Any day. I remember watching the Persian Gulf War live in study hall, Mr. Miller's study hall, when we were supposed to be studying. Uh, But we had cable in the classroom because he paid for cable. And uh, there was this thing called Channel One that donated TVs to every classroom uh, that wanted them. And it was like this big, huge ordeal. Ooh, we're getting television sets in our classroom. And every morning there would be these hips, they'd be called hipsters now, uh, these hip kids in the hacienda, as they called it, uh, giving us kids the daily news. And then there would be multi-million dollar commercials from huge companies, and that's how this Channel One thing made its money and why they gave away free television sets to any school in America that would ask for it. Anyhow, so yet the media that needs ratings, the TVs, the news, well, the dead newspapers, uh, they need their ratings from war. War make war is profitable to a lot of people. You've got the military industrial complex, the corporations, military contractors, retired generals, probably even current generals that are politicians, essentially, the current generals, uh, some of them, uh, they need their money. You've got the deep state that needs to justify its existence. 
these people that have been in bureaucracy and in the CIA and FBI and all these government organizations, uh, National Security Agency, they have to justify their existence. And war does that. War gives them a budget. So you got the government, the meat, well, the media, the government, the military industrial complex, the deep state, all working together to make sure people get killed so they can all profit. The, the, the news networks can get their ratings. This newspaper uh, or whatever, it, it, there is a physical newspaper associated with Business Insider. But anyways, they can get their uh, ad revenue and sell papers. The TV networks can get their ratings. The government contractors that make up the military-industrial complex that President Eisenhower warned us about, they can get their money. <coughs> the deep state can justify its existence, and they're all happy. And to toot my horn, Trump was right. Trump was a threat to these people. They weren't coming after him so much as they were coming after all of us, whether it be sending our sons and, well, I don't have sons and daughters, but American soldiers to die in wars, whether it was our tax dollars paying for their uh, latest military technology and weapons. You know, we're not just giving weapons away to Ukraine. We're buying when that uh, $14 billion package went through to aid Ukraine, half of it-ish went to the United States Department of Defense to deploy troops and equipment. A lot of it went to uh, arms manufacturers in the United States. We bought the weapons from them and they sent them to Ukraine. So don't let this shit fool you. There's a whole dark underbelly of the world and of government. This is so sad. I love my country so much. But there's this underworld in our government that lives off of war. Proof positive. The media, the government, they, they want war. Sorry to say it, folks. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. If you don't believe me, if you don't like what I said, that's your prerogative. But the proof's out there. It's not a conspiracy theory. Who would have ever thought Donald Trump, the crazy hair guy, who is this brash, loudmouth, international businessman, Dennis Rodman, the crazy basketball player from the 90s, and Alex Jones, the crazy conspiracy guy from the internet, would freaking be right about so many things. If you had told me that five, ten years ago, I would have said, you're a freaking nut. It's all 100. All right, guys, God bless y'all. Pray for one another. See you a little bit later. I'm gonna, my next video podcast is going to be about Jenna Jameson, so uh, tune in for that. She's not going to be on it.
they're not gonna be like big sexy pictures of Jenna in it, but you'll just be staring at my face and listening to my voice. But we're gonna talk about Jenna Jameson, some thoughts I have. You'll be surprised. God bless you, I love you. Vitamin fortified cigars are good for you, by the way. Just letting you know.